just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for coming on this journey with me. It's been quite a first year for Self Centered. I've learned a lot about myself, um, to try and not cram in so much, to make sure I practice what I preach every day or at least try to, to ensure that I'm clear on my values and basing my actions on them. From my guests in the fields of business and innovation, I've become bolder that anything's possible, I hope you have too. From those in the fields of philosophy, I've been prompted to look back further in the pursuit of truth. And from the writers and thought leaders that I've spoken to, I'm reminded that challenging the widely accepted norms of our age is more than just an interesting line of examination, it's a must if we're able to move forward as a species and maintain our existence on this great planet. Today I'm going to round off the year by talking about the final two points in my Design a Life to Thrive series. These pertain to the importance of nature and especially relevant I think at this time of year, family and how we should look to prioritise them in our increasingly frantic lives. But first, as I do with all my guests, I'd just love to invite you to take a few breaths with me so that we can really come together and centre for the next few seconds. So I'm just going to breathe in and breathe out, just focusing on the breath. We'll just do that a couple of times in silence. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that with me today. So I've put the concepts of nature and family together because I believe that they're really deeply interlinked, both in the benefits they bring us, they both quench our deepest innate needs of community, kinship and connection, but also because they're potentially two of the biggest victims as we march towards an ever more industrialised, production-focused existence. More and more of us now live in cities, the majority of us in fact. And cities, remember, grew out of marketplaces as centralised areas where people would go to trade. Now we don't just trade there, we work, we socialise, we find love, we eat, we exist in cities. And as alters to industry and trade, they have a disproportionate pull of people to them in search of work. More and more, we're seeing the fracture of families due to this migration across regions, across countries, across the globe. They say globalisation is good for business, but I think globalisation is lethal for the family unit, which is, and has always been, the bedrock of a harmonious society. I say it's always been. We've known this for a long time. Over 2,000 years ago, Confucius, the great Chinese philosopher, talked about the concept of Ren, it translates as the built-in human virtue of altruism, of doing good for others. Rends the quality in us that means we intrinsically want to look after our family, our own, no matter how trying they can be at times. In fact, Confucius said, if each man would love his parents and show due respect to his elders, the whole empire would enjoy tranquility. And yet we allow this most vital basic human need to be eroded in pursuit of a perceived need to increase productivity at all costs. And the growth of industry as a dominance in our lives has also meant that we've eroded another one of our basic human needs, our vital human needs, our connection to nature. If you think physically 
and it's a really, I think, useful way to perceive this. Cities with their towering skyscraper shrines to commerce are literally doing their very best to block out the sun and the sky. Our feet pound concrete clad pavements in rubber soled shoes. We hop from one polluting mode of transport to another in order to get from A to B quickly as possible. That's the important thing, not the impact on us as human beings or the impact on nature around us. We've literally built over that connection to nature, but it is unintentional. And if our cities have become a block between us and nature, between us and our families, I think another inconvenient truth is that our pocket computers compound this. A lot more than just phones, these devices entertain, interact, they even think for us. We're so glued to them that sometimes when we do finally have the ability to interact with family or nature, say during the holiday period, we choose instead to frame our attention on the bleeping devices once more. But I said the holiday season, and I think this is a unique opportunity right now. We can do a whole lot about this. If despite the pandemic, you're able to travel to greener spaces, perhaps to visit family and friends, give yourself permission to actually be there. Let's claim our right to do what's innately good for us. Let's have some designated time where we lock our phones away. Let's use that time to prioritize connection with family, with nature, breathe in the fresh air, really be there, be present. It sounds simple, but I've been as guilty as anyone as slipping into that autopilot that quickly shuts all of this good stuff out. So let's start the new year with a renewed commitment to step off the relentless treadmill of a productivity focused and busy life and instead into a life that nourishes us really deep down, that upholds our family and that prioritizes our planet and nature more deeply. Happy holidays and I look forward to seeing you next year.